1: okay uh it is a new month we are recording this on february 1st which if uh if the dates of postings is uh is correct means we are five years old
0: wow this is... well, I hope we got into a good kindergarten, but chances are we didn't, <laughs> knowing our output. Um, Shut it down. This
1: is this is the the longest, delightfully silly thing I think I've ever been a part of. So, um, uh, it's it's exciting, and and uh, I'm realizing now that we've missed a, an opportunity to to be celebrating with a
0: beer. Yeah, uh, you know, because it's inadvisable that we go do that together in a, in a place. Oh, that will sure. Yeah. uh, Together. But you know, it would have been nice to, to get together and celebrate that and actually record in, in person and, and, you know, share, share a table, maybe threaten each other over spades because that's what one, one does. But I mean, in truth, I I had this, (laughs) this moment the other day where I was talking to some people who are fully vaccinated um, which is really great. If that's available to you, go do it. Uh, continue to wear your mask, but but go do that. And I thought, what is something I would do when I'm fully vaccinated? Um, and I was like, I would like to go to a bar and order an alcohol, just, just one. Like I've had these moments where I just want to go into a bar. I'm not particularly good at bars and like knowing how they work, but I would love to just sit at one and absorb all the noise and just have a, a, a single beer
1: but, maybe you watch a sporting event that you don't actually care about
0: yeah yeah i, I mean and i kind of i kind of miss that but nonetheless our our habits have changed and i think this afternoon we were kind of discussing the degree to which our habits have changed and and kevin do you want to posit your uh i mean uh just theoretical question
2: um so the the question I've had I had was uh if I were offered a lifetime supply of Coors Light or I I guess I could get Coors Light for free anytime I wanted to like how would that change my drinking habits because all of a sudden now the question isn't oh do I want to spend more for the nice IPA it's do I want to spend any money on beer at all Mm -hmm. and I think part of the reason that that even is a consideration for me right now is that I have changed a lot into the, Oh, have a beer on a weeknight to wind down. Whereas that was never a part of my life before pandemic.
1: Oh, that's really, so that's really interesting because I know that I didn't exactly, uh, like have a beer every night to wind down before the pandemic. And now I do it even less. I've mm. gone hard in the opposite direction. Uh, so, so this 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 silly conversation that really started with a, a dumb dumb question <laughs> over uh, whether the Colorado Rockies have so grossly devalued themselves that the four of us could plausibly buy a stake in the team uh, has has led to to this this pondering of, of like how how people's drinking habits have have changed over the last year because I, I don't think like I don't what I don't think has happened is that they've changed uniformly like I mm-hmm. don't think either of our transformations Kevin is like the wrong answer so to speak um, I, I mean I think both I think both both uh, I drink way more than I used to and I drink way less than I used to are probably pretty valid. Uh, Max, I think it's also been an opportunity for you to workshop something. Yes?
3: Uh, yeah, I drink way less than I used to <laughs> Um, for the, for the past month. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I did the thing that the people do where they don't drink for January.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you written a listicle about it yet? Because No, also see, I wasn't people... trying
3: to. I'm not. I didn't do it for anyone but myself. <laughs> yeah, are you going to make a blog like about how it changed your life? Dry January, or buy mm-hmm. Harpoon Brewery's 11 percent triple IPA called Dry January? Then,
1: then why did why did you do it? Why 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 would anyone do
0: anything if if not for for the I'm confused. Do you know how Congress works? It's all about posting now, man. It's not about just oh, stuff that is maybe God. for the greater good. Um, sorry. Yes. Yes. I mean, but but Sean, you, you ask a, a good a good question there, I think, which is like, you know, all these are, are kind of engaging with, with our habits. And, you know, what were you thinking about, Max? Like, did you earlier on in the plague times were you like i'm maybe overdoing it a little bit or or where did it come from
3: um on it not not really to be honest i mean i think there was a period of time around the end of last year where i was just drinking more frequently um so like week nights were regularly drinking nights and this and that but i don't know that it was like oh i'm drinking too much I want to stop for a month. I think for me it was more like um, I want to see how not drinking for a month affects my weight, my digestion, my anxiety, and that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. To be honest, <laughs> it was more like, oh, I want to see just like kind of how I feel yeah. if I'm not hungover for weeks
0: at a time. Because uh, yeah. realistically, I, I haven't gone for a
3: month without drinking since I started drinking.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and that's – you mentioned something that I think is – if there's a silver lining to this, these times of, I mean, our days, at least for me, get really they get to be the same. You know, you're 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 working from home, and the dog is your only companion, or or something like that. And so, and Kevin, I'm I'm sure you can speak to this a lot because something you've thought about critically a lot. Whenever you're trying to change a habit, a diet, a workout regimen, getting the control set can be, I think, really hard. And right now, I think is a good opportunity to look and say, like, what are my controls and what are my variables. So, I mean, what Max is saying speaks to me a lot.
2: Yeah, I think that that's that's like generally been my mo. And I feel like the 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 pandemic, I almost, I don't want to say like eat my words, but I drink them. I guess I'm not having the same the same mindset. Like, I am not working on. Improving, I'm working on like surviving, yeah. and I <laughs> yeah. hope that like this. I hope that the new status quo that I have developed, you know, I'm. I tell myself that it's because of what's going on now. Um, but you know, that's the hope. But I'll have to revisit it uh, shortly.
1: Yeah, that that was my immediate thought too. Is like, a uh, during during a pandemic that has grossly upset the apple cart of all of our lives seems like a really. It seems like a really tough time to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I remember in in March when when this was the time that everyone was gonna learn a new language or learn to code or read a book or write a book. Um, if you're how's the flour in the
0: back of your pantry right now, folks? Right,
1: right. It's uh, it's rancid. That's that's the answer. <laughs> um, but but it does it does seem like, you know. Uh, if if you're thinking about it in terms of like a control setup, like doing this now, doing something like that now, seems like it's going to be really hard to to actually have a plausible control. But that doesn't mean that uh, I I don't so I don't think that has to be the framework that you think about something like this in as like a test or control thing. Like I don't know, just try try drinking less like it doesn't have to be i don't know that it has to be as rigorous as like i on on average i have 3.2 drinks a night and now i'm going to have 0.6 and see what happens like yeah
3: it it definitely doesn't but i think for me at least having a month where i where i know again where i know how i feel when i'm not hungover on a saturday or sunday morning I think will help put it in perspective when I am drinking again to, to truly know how much I want to drink on a given Friday or Saturday night.
1: Um, Oh, that's, that's interesting in in a way. So, so in a certain sense, you're almost thinking about this time as the control and not the test.
3: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. This is the control. Mm. Okay.
1: So, so that's, that's maybe more interesting, is is And that's thinking, easier
3: to do, when, especially with like digestion issues, because it's like, well, I'm not sure. really eating exotic things, I'm not traveling, I'm not mm. going out to eat. So, yeah, it's the control for that kind of thing.
1: Okay, got it. We're... New baseline, not using the old baseline.
0: Yeah, which, I, I mean, changing your habits, having a new control is is really is really quite difficult and i mean i know i've thought about kind of to your point a bit max which is having this be the new new normal so to speak on like weeknights at least or maybe oh, no. not i'm
3: not setting a new normal i don't want again i'm not Oh
0: well i'm gonna have a beer tonight and then probably go back to
3: i again i don't think i was drinking too much i was no. just kind of curious and i thought it would be an easy time
0: to do it well which it was you know maybe having one in the evening as opposed to two but i guess i've thought about it in terms of of health as well it's like i want to try this during the week and then it can set for the weekend um you know how i'm going to feel and i mean sean i know you and i talked about this a little bit but it gets to the point now where i realize yeah if i have more than two beers especially if it's like an eight percent or above i'm not gonna feel well the next morning and um i like My stomach's probably gonna be upset, Uh, and so it's it really Max to your to what you said. It it makes me fear like traveling at some point, you know, being on a different body clock schedule all of a sudden, uh, going out to dinner, having something that I haven't had for a while. Like, are, are we just gonna see? all these posts, so to speak, of people who are like, oh, I'm traveling and I'm really sick. I might have gotten food poisoning. It's like, no, you were just inside for a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, I just got traveler's diarrhea.
3: You just took the bus downtown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, those are Those are really the same euphemism. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, that's true. That is that is what that is. <laughs> but I I mean, but it also it's like this is really I think thoughtful what we're discussing and, and thinking about our health to an extent and like how we wind down, really looking inward. But I, my mention of the bar at the start is an outward thing, which is, you know, uh Kevin, with your point about the 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 beers and the Coors Light, it's like yeah, I would drink a free cures light um if if we were all together and and rounds were involved like the nature of rounds the social nature of that or on the other end if you have a fancy beer that you want to share or we're having a wine dinner or or something like that that is is just a non-starter right now that that is ill-advised no matter how much i want to do it um there are concerns that haven't been there before with that and and i think that that is definitely something I think about, too, in the way habits have changed, and I hope come back. But it's like that social aspect does change the calculus entirely. I'm not thinking about how I'm going to feel the next day when I think about the opportunity to do that again.
1: Yeah, so I'm glad we, we redirected back here because I didn't, I didn't want to lose the thread of the, the what would you do if you had free, cheap, you know, quote-unquote cheap beer for the rest of your life uh, because I, I think it's an interesting question and, and it gets to the idea of what it is that you value about something like drinking and mm-hmm. and I, I think for me part of the reason that I don't drink that much most of the time anyway uh, and then have have Decreased that consumption even further during the pandemic is that the social aspect is really baked in for me. For the last four years, I've lived by myself, and you know, I'm not, I'm not exactly, you know, fully subscribed to the idea that anyone who drinks alone has an alcohol problem. Like I, I don't think that's true, but like. It's, it feels like it's a tough hang to be, like, drinking cocktails <laughs> by myself in my apartment. Um, especially at a, at a time when, you know, when in a lot of ways it feels like the world has nothing to celebrate. Uh, <coughs> but, but, but drinking... I still like to have a beer every once in a while. Sometimes you, you just want beer. But for the most part... For me, it's very much tied into being around people, and, and and I can like I I I know it even more now because I I th- can think of the times in the last year that I have had several drinks, and they're all they're basically all in either one of two categories: they're the time that I've been at home with my family in New Orleans, and. The times that, uh, the times when I was like in Charlottesville hunkering down at the beginning of the pandemic, and I was kind of essentially in a bubble with my brother and his law school buddies. And there, there were a couple times when I would go hang out with them and get pretty torn up. <laughs> and I just realized, like, they're, they're like, the the UVA Law School class of twenty twenty two twenty no twenty twenty one, uh is basically like the only group of people that I've been drunk with in the last year, uh, and 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 like I'm totally fine with that. Like I don't, you know, pandemic drinking doesn't really tie into what i value about the activity because by it's you know just by the nature of being something that we do during the pandemic pandemic drinking is kind of isolated and lonely and that's like it's not what i want i want it to be celebratory i want it to be an experience that i share with people um i realize that we've veered into this by talking about what kind of drinks we have and i've addressed that in no way whatsoever Um, so, so I, I guess, I guess I would say that, uh, if if I were, if I were given Kevin's offer of, you know, free Coors Light all the time, or you could pay for other beers, I'd probably choose the Coors Light like half
2: the time. Yeah. I think part of where my answer is coming from right now, or, or my, um, I guess, Uncertainty of whether I would just always want the Coors light is because, for me, the most enjoyable way to enjoy your um, like fancy IPAs and stuff is by doing um, by splitting cans with friends. Mm-hmm. So that because like right now I have one and a half of those and I am like I'm done and <laughs> I, so it's it's just it's more fun to have a couple and and, and share them with friends um, and, and share them with other people that like them. Whereas again, these or other ones, I just am more using them to wind down to separate my workday from the evening because I no longer have, I used to have a 40 minute commute where I would listen to a podcast um, or, or something like that. And now it's just, I go from one to the other. And so I think that that's, you know, along with the anxiety of what's going on in the world, I think that that has kind of contributed to it and also changed the type of the types of beer that I am enjoying on a regular basis.
0: Yeah. And I mean, for, for me, it, I kind of have a, an internal discussion every time when on the nights where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a beer. And then, then I have a beer and I am getting ones that are nicer. Cause I, you know, I know it's just me that is going to enjoy them. I have no one to, to share them with. And the whole, like, am I going to buy 16 ounce cans or 12 ounce cans? That also plays into it. And so I have the one and I think about it and I'm like, I enjoyed this. It was nice. This tastes good. Do I want to have another one? And most of the time it's like, yeah, I'll I'll have one more. Like that's, that's fine. But, but then it becomes like, I'm just having this by myself. It does taste good, but like, you know, kind of, so what it's, it's so far removed from that enjoyment, the social atmosphere and, you know, the social atmosphere of a Coors Light, um, pays dividends if it's compared to just watching in my case a, a, a Japanese movie on a Sunday evening and being like I'll have the second beer and then after like during it being like you know I keep doing this and I'm not as active as I really would like to be once the last time I went to the gym and then it becomes like I miss going to the gym and I'm reminded of all these things that I did while I'm doing this thing that is a very solitary enjoyment item, and so in some cases maybe it is this uh, this danger this danger box this danger can of of memory that I keep on popping the tab on. It's not that dark, <laughs> well, but like I'm reminded of all these things that that I'm yeah. not doing with the beer. Yes, it's Matt? pretty okay. Well,
1: danger can of memory T-shirts <laughs> to come can of soon.
0: Memories that could be a cool uh, beer can label actually, and Ooh. a
3: beer type. Um, maybe this is the start of the brewery. Uh, You reminded me. Yeah, I'm in. Um, That feeling I know when you've had one, you know, 16 ounce, Mm -hmm. 7% beer on a Tuesday night and you say, do I want another? That's the perfect scenario for the all you can drink free Coors Light. Because what you do after that is you have one 16 ounce, whatever the hell, and then you go to the Coors Light. And 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 then if you really want to drink more that night, then you have four Coors Lights and that's fine. And yeah, if you don't, your body will tell you about halfway through that core's light, and you'll stop. And all you and- did was waste half of a free core's light.
0: Yeah, I mean that is the solution. That's the answer. We can, we can you can stop there. But what I would say is, I keep on thinking, oh, I'll just buy cheap beer. So if I want to have another, it's it's fine or or, or whatever. But you're getting into like the biological scenario and i'm just thinking about like what is what is missing from the normally this is a, a social scenario and i will say i i have gone to um i've gone to some breweries uh, a, you know a couple times because you know i can do it outside tables are far away but it's still like it's not the same right now not even just because i can't see people it's it's because never before have you gone to one of these places and it's not like before you went and you were, oh, you know, that person might come and slap me up the side of the head and I'll get a concussion. It's like that now. But if they walk too close to you, it's like I could get the plague. And so it's just not it's it's not fun. Even if you force yourself into that situation, you're still you're still missing out. So, yeah, maybe maybe the answer is free Coors Light. So you can just kind of do it with and, you know, just kind of like this is just a very much the act of of drinking and maybe nothing more.
2: Yeah, and, and along with the social aspect, really, when I was thinking of the question, I was more thinking of just, like, the straight economic aspect. Like, if I walked into a beer store, and, like, right now, the option is you can get a six-pack of Coors Light for $9, or you can get a four-pack of, uh, you know, high ABV IPA for $16, and so there's a $7 difference, and... It's it's more about like, okay, let's say I walked into the beer store And it's like, oh, this one is free Does that, uh, I don't know I feel like for See, me, that would just be like so hard to I don't I know the answer I would be, think oh, think just I would get bring, both but.
3: I, yeah, I don't think I would bring the, the free Coors Light home from the beer I mean, I would have it in my fridge But that wouldn't be where I'd have the conundrum For me, I would just go for the Coors Light anytime I'm at like a bar or a sporting event or all these places where it's like, oh, do I really want to spend eleven dollars for a Bud Light or thirteen for some craft thing? Oh, Coors Light is always free. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I would uh, it would easily become just my my go to for for being out. Something that I haven't you know done in over a year, as we've discussed.
1: Yeah. what a life that would be. It's just like you have a perpetual wristband or like a, like a lapel pin or something. Well, I assume like...
3: that comes with the purchase of the Rockies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I would say the other thing that has, has made this decision slightly easier for me. And, and, and I would say that in, in practice, not having the free course light option, uh, I actually have, have sort of gone back to, uh, have gone back to like craft breweries for the most part. But, uh, my decision is sort of made a little easier by the fact that I've moved into a place with like a three quarter size fridge. Mm-hmm, so mm. my ability to s- maintain storage of lots of beer is, uh, pretty much gone. And and so, so I, I would also say that my beer tastes have kind of simplified in a way that, like, I I might still get like pilsners and and other lagers from craft breweries because it's a style of beer that I like, but I might value like I I think I would still value at least part of the time. The craftsmanship of like doing it really well, but also just like the you know the support of of local businesses too, especially having now moved to one of my favorite beer cities.
0: Mm-hmm. And that that reminds me, you know, too, Sean, like the 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 circumstance aspect of it. We're also recording this, and it is as you mentioned, February first, and. You can't you can't like go outside and and like have a beer as people were doing the summer like do, take a picnic and, and do it and I think that that changed a little bit you feel a bit better and and you know maybe you are still going outside with your mittens but you know having a cheap beer outside is is always a great experience and I think about um, there's a Mexican place near here that I've I've been a couple times and, like that's a circumstance where it's like oh yeah I'll get a tacate or or a, a negro Modelo because like. That with with Tex Mex food just feels right. Like I don't need like some yeah. overpowering candy drop sour IPA nonsense. Like just you just don't give me that ever. Just give me the beer that tastes like beer, and and that that does, does lead me to a question for for you, Max. And we kind of talked about it a little bit, which is you know having your control for a month and not having any any alcohol. Was there something that you were like, ah, this is the thing that I want to have when I'm back on, or uh, I guess back on the wagon, or maybe off the wagon? I don't know how we say that.
3: Um, when you're off the wagon, um, on the wagon is apparently like you're on the water wagon. I don't know. Sure. Um, anyways, when it, it was when when you're definitely definitely you're back, back on beer the juice for what me, juice? definitely beer and um, I was craving honestly, like IPAs and stuff. There's not really a non-alcoholic... I mean, there's non-alcoholic beer, but I'm not... I wasn't buying non-alcoholic beer. Heineken. There's not, like, something that hits that kind of craving. Uh, mm-hmm. Another thing was red wine. Um, just, like, having a glass of red wine with dinner or at night um, is something that I really enjoy and frequently do during the week because I find that red wine is more of, like, a settling-down beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah... I don't know about a specific beer. We got a four pack of of um, Mighty Squirrel Cloud Candy to to celebrate February. So I'll call out a local brewery, um, but Whoop. that's quite a quite a nice uh, brew. So. And can also, you, Kevin, you? when you mentioned you can only drink one and a half, uh, 16 ounces, I was going to say, you don't have to be drinking Johnny Hammer times, which is, I believe, 13%. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Just all, well, all I thought all, This isn't that. all
2: of our first time going a month since they started drinking without drinking, so yeah. I don't know that we all have the uh, tolerance of, of <laughs> you, Max. I, I uh,
0: yeah, that's, um, I, I mean, that's, I, I, I can... Definitely see that 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 craving bit a little bit, and what you think about what I what what I would recommend to you is you should you should tr- seek out hop tea, which I know Sean has tried as well. And
1: should I? I, I it think
3: sounds it's like worth, a scam.
0: I would say,
1: <laughs> oh my god, everything is a scam. Yeah, um, most things are a scam. I would say that it's it's worth it's worth a try. I
3: mean, I don't. Is it alcoholic? I don't think it was, Sorry. What is it exactly? Is it alcoholic? I
1: don't know what it is. No, No, hops are not alcoholic.
0: It it is tea that is brewed with hops. So it really tastes like an IPA, but it is tea. It's not like non-alcoholic beer. It is tea brewed with hops. Um, Now, the downside is it comes in a 16-ounce can, and it's very tasty. Um, We will accept a sponsorship, of course, from Hop Tea. It's a great product. I think it's Hoplark makes it, maybe. But... um, it's about as expensive as the, the equivalent sized beer. So, uh, it's like $3 a can.
1: It's not, it's not ideal. Um, but it, it serves, it, it serves a different purpose. I I would say that it's worth trying if you're interested in like, I don't want to drink alcohol for some period of time, but there's, there there are like cravings for flavors that I miss. Like, you know, Huh. even have some varietal type stuff like I had a mos- I see they
3: have a variety pack that's caffeine free as well nice I had a
1: mosaic Ooh. hop tea it was I, I quite enjoyed it um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't spend three dollars a can on it frequently that is for certain uh, but but it was enjoyable um, and and I will have it again Yeah. I do I think one one other thing that we have to note is that uh whoever whoever came up with the concept of the dry january has to have been uh from the south uh because they just have to have been someone who has never experienced the bitter cold of a january 27th like in the northeast <laughs> just like you you can't you you can't have that experience and go like Yes, the answer to this is to have spent the last 4 weeks jonesing for booze. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I I mean that you you would think that that would have prepared some of us for like this this time this year not being able to go and and uh have these social engagements with alcohol. But then again, I think a a big social engagement is you've got your jackets on and you're all, you know, warmed up and then you go into a bar and then, you know, it's warm and you, everybody's faces are still kind of red from the outside. And you have like, I don't know, a shot in a beer to get extra warm like that, that uh, kind of archetype. Yeah. It's, it's the, the the reason it's an archetype is because it's a powerful, comforting one. And ultimately whether you know whether you yourself are in those bars in those situations drinking or just like you know enjoying the time with everybody that is what is missing and so that is in many ways why i think kevin's question is so great right now because we've taken the facade of everything out the social nature of it and it's just like do you really like what you're tasting or are you just in it for the act of drinking and by making the crappy option free it makes it kind of hard.
2: Yeah. No. Uh-huh. I got an I got another scenario though. Um Sean mentioned the answer. Um so you can get free beer from the answer, but or you have to or you can get free stouts from the answer, but you have to drink them out of like a one liter beer stein. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you that you is have two to, pints have to go. So you
1: have to go a liter at a time. Yeah. I mean, how
3: many calories do you think are in a liter no, of like no, the tiramisu? No, no Listen, you know, that you wasn't shut the part fuck of up this. Right this. Wasn't now. the
1: part of this? You shut up right now! <laughs> Don't ruin this! Don't ruin this! I just moved here. Ha. I haven't had God a chance to answer. go there yet since I moved. By which I mean, I probably have really had several chances where I could have gone, and I just haven't. Well, um, the,
0: the cans the cans same. you can get from there are are that's thirty two ounces, so that's a liter.
1: Who? Huh. So Woo. it's a
0: large, large vehicle. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe I'll have to have a little, have a little little celebratory drink in in solidarity with you tonight, Max. I've been, I uh, I was given a, a very kind belated Christmas gift in the form of a bottle of Maker's Forty Six. uh um, And I've never had it before, so I'm 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 kind of intrigued. So so maybe I'll, who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll break my uh. No, no, booze and alone policy, and and have a have a whiskey for you tonight.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- but we've got S- a big American a- drinking holiday coming
0: up between now and our next uh, podcast. So yeah, I always drink at the at whatever Puxitani says. Wait, we're I we're just... not
1: we're not potting until after President's Day.
3: Oh, <laughs> we're not potting until after President's Day. That's right. Tom Brady. President sorry, Tom that Brady.
1: Was, that, was, <laughs> that was awful. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, well,
3: I think we've I think we've uh, gotten to the end of
2: this one.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think, I anyone think has we has closing thoughts on time
2: for edition of Max's sorry. <laughs>
1: no, I, I think I think you've you've forfeited the ability to have closing thoughts on on this topic by by saying what you just said. So let's uh, let's move on to Pierce's sorry. What are you apologizing for
0: today? Um so i in thinking of things that we haven't been able to do for a while one thing that i was reminded of um is is kevin and i used to play basketball on on a weekly basis we drove way too far to play basketball with mostly people who were probably too old to be playing basketball regularly but nevertheless they did um but this is a little bit after that era i think kevin you had already moved Um, and there was actually some young blood in the game, which is there were people younger than than me playing, um, which brings up the competition to a level that I felt was uncomfortable. In some ways, the the plague was good because I didn't have to get my butt beat anymore by them. But um, what I'm apologizing for is, on one occasion, I I think I actually frightened someone I was playing against, which was someone around our age. And maybe, Kevin, you were actually there. But uh, I frightened this person... And I think made them feel really bad. And I'm sorry, and I think I expressed it then, but I was reminded of it today, um, which is that I I had the ball and I was moving and then all of a sudden I was on the ground with a yelp. And and for me, I'm never usually moving well enough to hurt myself, but this was one of the few occasions in my life where, where I did that. And the the person who was guarding me was very, very concerned. I immediately took myself, like, out of the game and sat on the sideline for for the rest of the game until going home. And, like, was very concerned that that my my foot, like, had, like, done something to my foot or or sprained my ankle really bad. And I'm very sorry because the fact of the matter is um, that other person did not do anything to cause that and they shouldn't feel bad. I just broke my own ankles and it's really important to own up to that um, because you know we get to a certain age and you're just not not as athletic or not athletic as you once thought you were and uh, you have to be honest with yourself that you might hurt yourself out there Um, just like if you're getting back on the wagon or off the wagon and decide that a Johnny Thunderstick or whatever it's called is the way to go. You might hurt yourself and it's no one's fault but your own. So, be careful out there. Jeez. Wear higher top shoes,
2: maybe so some for, ankle guards. So for the five year Pretty Okay Pod anniversary, we talked about how our hangovers are worse than they used to be and how we get hurt more frequently than we used to, so it's good stuff.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. And Max discussed Digestion, so we got it all there.
1: We are officially becoming
0: old white guys. <laughs> <Ugh>. Can't wait.
1: <laughs> I watched, yeah, pretty I sick, watched pretty Grand sick. Torino last night. That's a <laughs> movie about an old white guy. Oh, no. <laughs> That's it's an about, offensive about the movie. oldest white guy.
3: <laughs> I didn't really get it. I, that'll be a, another t- a topic for when we have more time. I I don't know. I mean,
1: I mean we're, it's getting, an we're getting we're getting Clint Eastwood to be pretty yeah, wh- racist. Wh- what? Yeah. What? What did you not? What did you not get about? Uh, old, grumpy veteran butts his nose into, I guess, an Asian gang conflict that he doesn't yeah. need to butt himself into.
3: Though what I didn't get was why was the movie. Why was it made? I guess is just Clint Eastwood is the answer, but why was why is it lauded the way it like? Why it has very good ratings across the board? Because I started it in about twenty minutes in, I googled it to confirm that it was rated highly, which it is, and that's my question: is
0: why? Max, Max, we'll we'll discuss off the air why people are really into movies where it, an old racist white guy yells at people. Um, we'll, we'll discuss that later. It's unfortunately <laughs> popular.
1: Oh God. Okay. Uh, well. Well, let's 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 talk about something else. Let's do a big idea from pop culture, so that the ending note of this week's pod is not <laughs> Clint Eastwood winning Grand Torino. Um, Stop talking to that chair, man. Yeah. Um, so Emily will will surely uh, give me a hard time about uh, recommending yet another indie rock band with a female lead singer. Uh, but, you know, I I am what I am. I I am what I am, and and what I am is is a person who thinks that uh, the new EP by the band Beach Bunny fucking rips. Uh, it is called Blame Game. The lyrics are pretty uh, pointedly feminist. Uh, there there's there's a song about uh how oftentimes uh the the seemingly nice guys are are the most insidiously awful uh there there's stuff about how uh the the way society treats women is that uh it it's it's their fault that their their bodies are fun to stare at uh and 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 it's packaged in like kind of fun. Upbeat guitar-driven kind of pop punky type music, which is very much up my alley. Um, so I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not going to use it for music this week because uh, I am I'm going to buy it next week on Bandcamp Friday. Uh, but you should chase it down wherever you can get it. It's I mean it's like 15 minutes long, the whole thing. Uh, it's four four tracks that are I think. All I want to say all under four minutes. Uh, so uh, Blame Game by Beach Bunny is a, a fun listen if any of the things that I've just said might be of interest to you. And that is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, Uh Naturally, I failed in my attempt to use the end of the pod a couple weeks ago to motivate me to get pierce's uh latest story edited uh but maybe maybe this will maybe this will light a fire under me this time so uh hopefully by the time you go to visit prettyokpod.com we'll actually have something else for you to read there uh but you can also subscribe to the podcast feed on your device and podcast app of choice if you do that Please leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Or just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm
0: Pierce. Max. I'm Kevin.
2: Thanks for listening.